You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. And we're here, people. We're here, man. Welcome to Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. You heard the new music. But look, we got a loaded show today. You know, Raw Thoughts is on the way. And look, I got plenty of topics to discuss right now. So without further ado, let me go ahead and bring in my guy, Mr. Raw Thoughts himself. <laughs> Tony Tucker, what's up, baby? I didn't know I was going to be first. I love the upgrade. I'm over here like Ray Lewis coming out of the tunnel. <laughs> ready to come with some fire out the gate. Thank you for having me back. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good, man. Then without further ado, another guest, my main man. Say what? Say it again? Mr. Ty Ray. How you doing, I, champ? I, I got a question for Tony Tucker, man. Yeah. You, you can't come out with the fire, man, with the, with the Chargers uh, shirt on. Man. Come on now. Oh, every year, the preseason is the Chargers year. So I can be as hype as I want. This is our time of year. <laughs> and with that being said, that's, that's a good comeback. We went to Cali first. We went back to the NC where I met. Now we're going to um in New York, Concrete Jungle, where dreams are made of. With real Lil. What's Absolutely. up, champ? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. You know what they say. You make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. So I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I, I made it already, even though I didn't make it. You know what it means. I'm destined to make it. So I'm glad to be here on the show. Let's get it on. Oh, uh, man. Without with further ado, man, before I even start, man, um, shout out to PHP Eastern 919-738-1507. Phil Lamprin is also hiring as well, man. Wherever you're at around the country, you can do virtual meetings, free consultation from retirement to life insurance to getting your finances together. So, you know, that's what he does, man. Use the promo code Raw Mind. Use the promo code Raw Mind. 
and he'll give you a happy surprise. Again, free consultation, hear him out. Give him a chance. Give him a shot. So with that being said, man, before we start off, because I had a topic that came up. I'm going to start with that topic first. I sent out to the guys. Um, The NIL deals are just off the roof right now. And we got Arch Manning decided to go to Texas, you know, out of all the places. And I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to start real little first, New York. Um, how do you feel about the NIL deals? You think this affects Alabama's recruiting, other teams recruiting? You know, he went to Texas. He chose over over all the elite schools. And I guess he went back down to, they say Texas has the best football players, but we haven't seen Texas be at the cream of the crop lately. And now we have this big news. So uh, does NIL deals affect players now? Do you think they're just going to go with the deals? Or they're going to really go to the teams they feel like they have a chance of winning with? I would like to actually reverse the Uno cards here and go last on this joint because there's a oh! lot of interesting things that could be brought up here. So I like to, to put my, my reverse Uno cards here. Oh, my God. I, hey, look, Tony Tucker, you go ahead first, man. The boy that came with my show and took over and switched his eye. <laughs> no, no I, it's all good. It's all, uh, I was going to work on my Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, right? He gets to go down there in Texas. He gets uh, Coach Sark. Some NFL experience comes from good programs. As far as the NIL deal overall, like, I think this is great. But are any of us really worried that Arch Manning wasn't going to have, like, millions of dollars in his future, no matter where he went, with or without this? I think overall, my thought on the NIL deal is, like, it is good to pay these kids. But some of these numbers that that I'm seeing out here, $15 million... We see 22-year-old young people get $22, $25 million, and they start acting inappropriately, like doing things you're not supposed to do. So, like, we have to figure out a way to make sure that, like, yes, get money, get paid, you know, capitalize on your likeness, but also, like, let's set these kids up for success. Let's get 18-year-olds who are getting $15 million, portfolio managers. Let's take care of them. Let's point them off in the right direction. I think it's going to get super wild. At some point, they're going to have to make some restrictions on it. Otherwise, it's just going to be like the the minor leagues of professional football, which it already is, really. But like, it's really going to be the minor leagues of professional football where these kids are just getting huge bags. Like, I don't even know. At this point, it's full-on trucks. It's like, that's how much money these kids are getting. So I'm in favor of it. I do think it's going to get a little messy for a few years. Whew. Let's you go ahead, Tyree. Man, well, first of all, where was this at when I when I was coming out of school? I might not be on here with y'all now. I might I'm, I might be getting one of them checks. Uh, but I, my my thing is this: I, it's it's good for nil that Archie Manning Arch Manning, whatever you want to pronounce it, went to uh, Texas. But to me, Texas still ain't gonna be that good. I mean, it ain't like they got a whole whole lot coming with them. I, I don't think. They're going to be very good. And uh, Texas got the best football players. I like to disagree with that. I think South Florida <laughs> got the best. This is my, I'm just saying, I'm not from South Florida. I'm from North Carolina. But yeah, yeah, me, yeah. South, Carolina, South Florida has consistently produced the best, the best athletes in the world. Just my opinion, though. Uh, but, I mean, I, I agree with him uh, on the first part. NIL money, I think, is great. These guys have been getting taken advantage of for years. Uh, you know, they we had to stop, even had to stop making one of my favorite games because because uh the way they was taking advantage of guys. NCAA football game to me was always I loved it. You know, what I mean, I loved playing it growing up. 
You know, I, I like playing that just as much as I like playing Madden. So, you know, we, we was robbed of that because guys wanted to get their money. Like, hold up, we on the game, but we ain't getting paid. Uh, but I, I think NIL is a, is a great thing. I, I get what he's saying about it's out of hand. But, man, look at how much some of these schools make, man. You know what I mean? Like, some of these schools is making a ridiculous amount of money in these bowl games. And he said Arch Manning is a, is a program changer. Cool, they still ain't winning nothing. <laughs> I was going to put it up there in a second. But go ahead, go ahead. He said Arch is a program changer. He is Cause, already. Because I'm going to say this. Better. Oh, I, I got it. it, it what did his uncles win in college football? Peyton Manning um, no, Man is a great quarterback. Tennessee, right. I mean, was Tennessee winning national? When, when I say go, do something, I mean, like, win national championships. Like, college football, you know, obviously, you know, outside of I mean, Vince Young, but he played with some good guys, right? I don't think mm -hmm. he's enough to say, like, oh, they got Arch Manning. Next year they're going to be in a play, college play. No. If they if they did make it that far, it might be his junior senior. But they got to they gotta build around him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me, I'm a go oh, go ahead. Go ahead, real list. If you want to go ahead, I'll give you mine. Mine will be short and quick. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, mine's going to be short and quick, too. The reason why I wanted to go last is because I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I'm not really a big fan anymore of college football for a lot of reasons. You know, I think college football lost its way, you know, and you could say the NIL is a good thing, which it is in that process. But I think college football already sabotaged itself when you talk about these conferences and the teams and the conferences leaving to go to other conferences, just like the um, UCLA and the UCL, U USC, excuse me, they went over there to the Big Ten. I think you lost a sense of tradition, you know, geographical tradition. Um, just a lot of things are just happening. And then you talk about the out-of-conference games and how whack that I seen Alabama being up on these small, you know, um, school teams just so they can get revenue. I don't know. It's something about college sports that I think lost its way, you know, from when I was a big fan. You know, when you had the video game, the NCAA out, which... I do agree. I actually like that better than Madden, and I couldn't even play it no more. I just think college football already sabotaged itself, and now it's just a profit business for young athletes like Archie Man to make the cap capital dollar. And I'm going to let you guys go ahead and uh, respond, because y'all both had some looks on your face. So I'm going to say mine real quick. I uh, think oh, not, it, it, okay. was it was outside of um, the Archie Manning. That I felt like for me, outside the NIL deal, I felt like Archie Manning like, just wanted to go somewhere um, – to create his own legacy, you know. Peyton Manning went to Tennessee. He could have went to any one of those schools. He could have went to Ole Miss. He could probably could have went to Alabama. I just felt like he just wanted to go somewhere. I guess putting numbers up. Now I'm saying he won a national championship. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I just think he just wanted to go somewhere where he just be himself and, and create his own way for his particular school. Like Peyton Manning did in Tennessee, you know. They can say Eli did something at Ole Miss, you know. So I'm thinking it's that. Now Texas does have a lot of money in Texas. Period. Before the NIL. That could have been a hit, but I just felt like the kids just wanted to go somewhere that he can be himself instead of just going to a program that's already in a winning situation. Alabama has won for years. You know, you got Ohio State. Those schools have been winning for years. Um, Clemson, um, Georgia's recently been winning. So I felt like he just wanted to go somewhere outside the NIL for that. But, Tyree, you about to say something. I guess the real little go ahead. Then I'm going to let Tony go ahead before we go to the next side. <laughs> Nah, I, I was I was I was gonna I was gonna mess with real Lil, man. I, I I ain't really had nothing to say. I was just gonna say real Lil. He's a he's a he's an expert. He said they uh, sabotaging himself, self sabotage. He's an expert in a uh, self sabotage. He's a Knicks fan, so he's he's an expert. <laughs> in self sabotage. I see he got jokes. <laughs> I see he got jokes. 
<laughs> it's cool. At least, at least we don't got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. We pulled out of that. You talk about self sabotage. Hey. Look at Brooklyn. Hey. Right, 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 right now, you know, outside of the Yankees and the Mets, looking pretty good. It's like a self sabotage state. Career over for the Giants. Career over for the Jets. Okay, the Bills. I give you that. Right. I don't watch hockey, so I can't go there with you. But you know, hey. Now you see Tom Brady on my on my wall, bro. Um, we talking about eight rings here. About to be eight rings, okay? Um, the Knicks is the only body I jacked. The only team I jacked in New York right now. <laughs> How you Man, that's rough that? too. Being in New York, going Boston like that. Um, I just wanted to say this about uh, what Real said was the every all of these things they've all been chasing money, right? When I was younger, and I, I think a few of you you guys are as old as me, you'll remember when Notre Dame signed that big deal. Notre Dame was had the, the exclusive contract to like NBC or whatever it was, and all their games were on. And that really is when it started to have that shift, right? So as we get older and we start to see how much of all of this stuff is about money, right? And, and we see all this, the sports are taken there. For me, I don't like watching college sports as much because I don't like criticizing people that aren't making big money. But now with the NIL deal, I feel like, hey, if you're getting $10, 15000000 million, you're getting paid to play, and I don't really have an issue saying, like, that was, a, that was a bad game. You're not very good. I don't think you're very good or whatever it is. As to, like, before, it was like, they're just playing on scholarship. They're trying to hustle and, and get to the next level. I felt weird. I felt just uncomfortable criticizing, like, 19-year-old kids because they weren't getting paid for it. Now I have less qualms about that, you know, Putting those opinions out there about them. Oh boy! So with that being said, we will go to the um to the next topic. At first, the topic was going to be you know Aiton looked like he was going Aiton. Andre Aiton looked like he was going to the Pacers, but apparently they matched the deal. So, how do you guys feel about Aiton going back to Phoenix? Uh, let me see. Any minute, mighty mo. Let's go with uh. That's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, it, it's it's inevitable. That they was going to match it. I mean, they, they're almost in a position where they have to, because they have a they have a small window left uh, on Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul. I think if he got two more years at the level he's playing right now, he'd be lucky, right? So I I think this year might be might be it as far as him playing at the level he played last year. So I think it was inevitable that they was going to that they was going to match it. Hundred thirty three million. They probably could have honestly. They probably could have paid him more if they would have gave him an extension, but. It, 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 to me, it's inevitable. You have to match him because you want to compete for a championship now, even though I think it's career over for you, but you still got to match him. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm jumping in here. You know, I can see the, the side where my guy is coming from. You know, I could definitely see it. I'm not going to turn the blind eye to it. But, look, I just say it like this. I don't really think when you look at the NBA, outside of Jokic, Outside of Embiid and maybe Cat, those are the only guys that I think in today's NBA is worth uh, max or super max, you know, in that range in the NBA playing the center position. Okay, I think that's the most irrelevant position in the NBA today. Thanks, all due respect to Steph Curry, who basically, you know, eliminated it almost. Like, you have to be able to shoot and do a whole lot of things. Now, you know, last year, DeAndre Aiden had a great, great playoffs last year. And I thought that. You know, I said to myself, if he gives me that again this year, this playoffs around, no doubt about it, I'll give you the money. Shoot, I come to your house, brother. It'll be right there waiting for you in the locker room. But this year, it's like the longer the season went on and when it got to the playoffs, 
is when the issue became an even bigger problem where he just quit on his team. And I, I don't reward quitters. We don't do that over here. At least my mantra. We don't reward quitters. So, yeah, he could have went up. He could have went and did whatever. I would have been fine with Bizback Biombo. Okay, first of all, the window's already closed. All right, CP3 is a chokester. Okay, he's a choke artist. Him, James Harden, Kevin Durant, all them guys, they party together, they choke together. Okay, so at the end of the day, their window's already closed because guess what? The teams in the Western Conference is getting better. Talk about the Nuggets. Talk about the Clippers. Talk about the Warriors. Talk about all them teams out there, okay, that is getting better. They, they championship window already closed. He could have walked. Um, wow. <laughs> I was really, I was really trying to cut like racking my brain for some New York quitters so I could throw that in your face and nothing was jumping to mind. So I, I'll give you that. Right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they don't like quitters. Um, now we don't but, quit over here. <laughs> this, this is the thing about Aiton is like, you're whatever the market is, it dictates the team is better without him. And like making sure that they're not getting like nothing for him. If he just leaves and maybe it's some conditional draft pick or whatever, I don't know the details of that part. The thing with the NBA is like, how healthy can your stars be at the end of a late season? Like we've seen that so many times. Like, are they a championship team with them or with them or without them? Probably not. But if they're with him and they're healthy, then yeah, then they're going to be able to contend. Because if you're telling me that Golden State is older and they're going to be able to play this super long season this year, then run it back for another super long season next year, then they would have to be relying on a lot of young players. Kaminga would have to take a big step. Jordan Poole would have to play better in those big minutes. Wiseman's going to have to come back and be really strong. You're looking at the T-Wolves, they bulked up. You're looking at the Grizzlies are going to be better. Like the teams that you mentioned there, my Lakers... Please, Anthony Davis, play 75 games for once in your life. Just play 75 games, win the MVP, and let's make a push in the Western Conference. I don't really think that's going to happen. But, like, yes, they have a shot with him. They're better without him. They're better with him than without him if they're not getting anything for him. That's that's all I'm going to say. I want to I real quickly here because I've seen uh, Mike – you know, talk about Bizback, Biyombo, and things of that nature. Yes, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want him as your starting center. But it, like I said before, you know, on my show, I've seen a guy like Kevon Looney, you know, be just enough for the Warriors, right? He He's not a top 10 center by any means. He's only going to command, I believe he commanded less than $60 million. I think it was some short-term deal off the clearance rack that they got for him. And he was valuable. He actually did more. Then um, against the Mavericks, he actually had a better series than Aiton against the Mavericks. And the guy, Rudy Gobert, making the Supermax. So if I can find you up the clearance track, I don't care about your name. Your name don't mean nothing to me. It's just a name behind of a jersey. It's about the effort. And DeAndre Aiton, sometimes, yeah, he could be available all he wants. But it's the effort. If you're not going to show me effort, then don't play. That's it. Then don't show up. Be like yeah. Kyrie Irving. I'm not coming to work today. You got to look at like how valuable Robert Williams was. Like it could have been a different series. That finals could have been a different series if Robert Williams was healthy. Because he's a grinder and a hustler. It was like what Kendrick Perkins was for that team. They're not super talented, but they're they're out there in a position like you said that's dying. So, but if you're going to spend the money, spend it on somebody that you've seen make your team at least good. You went to the finals with this guy. And with that being said, wow. shout out to Essential Collections by Monica Ritz. Her website is www.essential.com. 
Square.site. And by the way, she has all authentic products. Ship them anywhere, everywhere around the country. And congratulations to my buddy Monica because she is now officially on Amazon. So with that being said, she's moving up in the world. Shout out to my girl. So with that being said, go ahead, Ty. So. <laughs> Y'all about to pay hey, man, this is what I get paid to do, baby. Buy what you expect. That's what I'm supposed to do. I get paid to do that. Nah, you good. You good. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about bite on the comment. Oh, oh. Lisa and Ryan said, yeah, hey, you got to pay them bills. But they about to pay R.J. Barrett all this money. Y'all about to pay R.J. Barrett way more than what they're paying my man right now. Thank you. And, I mean, look, uh, look. He's improving and, every year as a basketball player. Man, every year, he's improving. Give me, give me DeAndre Ayton right now. I'll take him over over RJ no. Barrett. I, the, I'm good. Only person, only person on the Knicks team I take over DeAndre Ayton is that one. I was messing with you, man. I was messing with you. But uh, I mean, look, the, the, look, the, and, see the Suns. The Suns. The reason why they did it is because they got this fantasy that they're gonna land Kevin Durant. First of all, that deal, you know, even if that, you know, even if he didn't sign the contract and they didn't match the contract, whatever. That deal with Aiden, Mikel Bridges, and, and Cameron Johnson and Picks wasn't even good enough for Kevin Durant. All right, first yeah, off, but, now they definitely gotta, not getting Kevin Durant. Yeah, but you got to think about it like this. If, if you let him sign that offer sheet and don't match it, you lose him for nothing. You're still over the cap, so it's not like you lose But they him. knew this was coming. They could have traded. Okay, they could have okay, tried okay, to get okay, a signing trade. Yeah, but it's not like you over, you under the cap, and you can say, okay, we got an extra 20, 30 million laying around, and we can go sign a guy. No, you you screwed either way, so you might as well, you better off with him. Now, come January, if he doesn't play up to his potential the first half of the season, you could turn around and try and figure out a trade partner for him. And speaking of that, while we go on that day real quick, so we get to other topics, so we get all these topics in. <laughs> let's go, let's go with you right now, real Lil. We're gonna talk about your Knicks. Almost giving up six players for Mitchell today. You gotta talk to me about it. I know they didn't, but let's talk about Mitchell yeah. possibly going to the Knicks. Starting with yeah. New York himself, you. Yeah, I got to correct you there. We almost do nothing. I we declined that respectfully, <laughs> you know. Um, so let's start off there. Number two, I think, you know, a lot of people, when they heard the news that the Jazz were going to listen to office for Donovan Mitchell, they instantly thought about the Knicks, including myself. I'm not going to lie. You know, I would love to have as much talent on the roster. I mean, my guy over right. here, you know, um, he didn't make a bad point when he said our roster you know, subliminally, it's not talented. It's not. I mean, outside of, you know, our best player, you're okay. Like, we don't have talent on the roster. But with that being said, I think it's going to be an uphill battle because even though we have the assets, Danny Ainge is not a guy that really is going to get finesse. He's going to do the finesse thing. And New York is New York. We're the ones that are supposed to be the ones that finesse. Okay, but it's going to be a long process. But I think we have shown a lot of things. You know what I knew with Gene, with Leon Rose at the helm, that we are not going to take any BS like before. We can sit here and come at the Knicks for the past mistakes that we made or we want to. Cool. Go ahead and live in 1999 if you want to. I'm talking about 2022. We don't do what it do like that no more. We do what we do. We are not going to get robbed, and I'm pretty sure you're going to see that. So if Danny Ainge don't come correct, then guess what? We are going to be out of it, and it is what it is. We'll, you know, play with our players. We got Quentin Grimes. We got Toppin. We're going to do what we got to do and wait till next year, wait till we see somebody else that's going to be willing to take on a task and a challenge of coming to New York and playing under that bright light. So, Lotia Thomas on the mic. So, real quick, because I'm not I'm not caught up in the, in the now. You guys, is Julius, Julius Randles went somewhere else? 
No. No, he's still there. He's still there. Okay, just making sure. But Kemba Walker's gone, right? Yeah, he out of there. First plane smoking. Uh, Emmanuel quickly. No, he's still there. Okay, so you there's some there's some players on the Knicks. Is Coach Tibbs even going to make it to Christmas as the head coach? Like this bounce back year, everybody was hyped during the COVID year, right after it or whatever. And then last year, I remember coming on here, Ryan. Your dad is a Knicks fan, correct? Yes, Isn't that what he we is. talked about? And I told your, I told them to deliver a message that they were going to be garbage last year. And then when they were, I didn't hear anything from them. <laughs> so like with the East getting stronger, I don't really know. And James Dolan's still the owner, right? He is. Yeah. It's not getting better. It's not getting better anytime soon. It just isn't. I'm sorry. I, I I have to see the Knicks before I believe it. The last time they were good was Starks and Houston, and that was a long time ago. I mean, uh, Ray, I see your comments, bro. I mean, I appreciate you, you know, trying to big up my Knicks for me. I'm a Knicks fan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm a realist at the same time. Where does Julius Randle rank in the East? Forget about the rest. Oh, Where does he rank in the East? Where does Cam Reddish rank in the East? Where does Mitchell Robinson rank in the East, bro? He played last, 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 last time. Last time the Knicks was good. Get a whole be, paragraph. Be, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to bury my my borrow my shovel to bury your team right there? Like it felt like you were throwing a little shade on. Nah, me. nah. Cause I, I'm just, I'm all about being real at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like we need talent, but yeah. we're not going to sell our soul for it. Okay, I, I, I hear you. I mean, I was cheering for Austin Reeves last year. Rail, Rail let you know, I had to shut most of the Lakers games off at halftime. I was like, I can't watch this garbage. Gonna, My wife didn't matter me. Stop going I'm pretty sure Ray's going to comment in a minute because you went to Ray. So I'm going to go to the next topic. But whenever he's, if he puts a comment, uh, I'm going to make sure I deliver this comment because I know he's going to come right at you, uh, real deal. Oh, oh, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. <laughs> so, uh, KD, where does KD go? Um, let's go with, uh, Tony, we'll go with you first. Okay. Uh, the KD situation, I don't think he has as much leverage as he thinks because he's got the four-year contract, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think if somebody does come through and is foolish enough to offer up what they want, my thing with KD is it's not that he is not going, you know, he'll be a top one, two, three player. Like, I don't argue. Somebody's like, KD's the best player in the league. Fine, you can have it. He's the best player in the league right now. But is he going to be the best player in the league two years from now, three years from now? And you're telling me you want to mortgage your future for somebody who has this many miles, this many injuries. I just don't see any team realistically coming and saying, you're getting all this stuff. So it might be the, the boring take, but I think he's just in Brooklyn next year and probably for a few more years. And maybe this was more of a ploy to get Kyrie paid or make things more sure. But I just think he plays in Brooklyn and they have more flameouts against the Bucks or the Celtics or, you know, maybe the Bulls or Heat can stay healthy enough to, to put them down in the second round of the playoffs. Go ahead, um, Tyree. Brooklyn think they slick, man. <laughs> it's like it. I'm equated to this. It's like your wife saying, I'm tired of that car sitting in the yard. Get rid of it. And you say, hey, man, I I got this 1978 Oldsmobile for $100,000. I ain't buying that. <laughs> yeah. It's a good car, but I ain't, I ain't buying it, right? So then, a say, hey, Come on. so then you say, hey, I try to sell the car. Uh, I agree with, with Tony on this. Brooklyn won't trade KD until 
they lower the asking price. You no. told Minnesota, give me Cat Towns, Ant Edwards, well, Ant Man, and four first round draft picks and two pick swaps. That, that like that like that's now granted, KD's worth that, but that's a lot. You know what I mean? But you know, teams these, I will say this: teams these days have gave up more for less. You, you got to look at what you got to look at what Milwaukee gave up to get Drew Holiday. You gave up four picks. Now, but, now you saying something? Now you two, saying something, two, brother? That, now you talking? Two, two or three pick swaps, and you know, Eric Bledsoe. Uh, it was some other stuff in that trade. That's a crazy trade. Minnesota just gave up four picks and two pick swaps for for Rudy Gobert. They, they, to me, I'm gonna just be honest. These teams are crashing the market, man. You almost make it untradeable for a guy like KD. Because now, what do you garner for a KD? Granted, he's 34 years old, but he's still a top three, top five player in the NBA. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up if I gave up Carl Anthony. Towns, Ant Man, and four first round picks, you'd be a fool. And the reason why I say that is this. What else would you have on the team? KD and uh and D Lo? And Rudy. Right. And, Go ahead, real lip. Oh. And Charles McCray, I agree, he was worth it, but y'all criticized the trade when it happened. Everybody killed that trade when Drew Holiday got traded. People destroyed that trade. And I said, hey right, man, right. you know these picks, some of these picks. Some of them in twenty twenty eight. You don't know what you know. What I mean, you don't. You don't even know. You know. Your turn, real Leo. Look, I, I think. Oh my gosh, man! I don't do well with names when I first meet people, bro. It's gonna take me a while to to get adjusted. But um, I think my guy over here. I'm gonna call him my guy until I get the name down pack. I think my guy <laughs> has some interesting points. Well, not interesting, good points towards the end. Um, look, you know, you saw the market. You saw what Rudy Gobert got. If you're Brooklyn, do you blame them for playing hardball? Like, uh, like, come on, it's Kevin Durant. He is arguably the best player in the world. Okay, we've seen him close out series in the playoffs and in the finals in particular. Okay, so yeah, of course, we're going to bargain high. We're not dumb. But I think the problem is, and I said it before in my last show, it's not about, you know, um, teams really not valuing Kevin Durant's value or the Nets just you know, coming out the ass to try to, you know, get them farm. It's about teams trying to finesse Sean Marks because the Nets have a history of getting finesse. When you look at the trade with the Celtics, one of the worst trades in NBA history, even the James Harden trade, they gave up picks, future picks for James Harden. James Harden left. They have a history of getting fleece. So when you have a history of getting fleece, I mean, my man, I'm going to try to fleece you. That's just what it is, right? Until you show me that you know something about basketball. Honestly. So I think that's what it is. Ain't no way in the world, if I'm the Raptors, I'm interested in Kevin Durant, and I'm not willing to give up Scotty Barnes. You must be smoking ganja, bro. There's no way. So, of course, teams are trying to finesse you. Look at these packages. Oh, Mikel Bridges and DeAndre Ayn. DeAndre Ayn was going to leave anyway. They wanted wanted him out. Mikel Bridges is a 3 D guy. Cameron Johnson comes off the bench. Oh, you can have him. They try to finesse these guys because they have a history of getting finesse. That's just what it comes down to. And I think if you're Sean Marks, all you have to do is be patient. Because last year, Ben Simmons, remember Ben Simmons? When he was on the 76ers, not showing up to work and this, that, and the third. And he, because a lot of people are saying, oh, what's going to happen if Kevin Durant don't show up to work? Cool, he don't got to show up to work. He could be like Kyrie Irving because Ben Simmons was doing the same thing. Right, and there was a couple packages for Ben Simmons that I thought was, 
I am like, all right, I'll take this. I accept it. Darren Murray wasn't playing that foolishness until he got James Harden on the last day of the trade deadline. So the Nets, all they got to do is be patient. Kevin Durant's under contract for four years. If you want to get on and, and not show up, that's all him. It is what it is. I'm still going to get the package that I want and I prefer at the end of the night. I just want to throw this in. The only reason why why I think the Nets are, are kind of anxious, they're anxious, but they're not anxious. The only reason why is they don't own any of their own picks. So if they was to just do like most teams, right? Do like Utah's about to do when I think they're because I think they're gonna get rid of D Mitch. If they covered, it wouldn't benefit them because they don't own none of their own picks. So them losing don't benefit them. You get what I'm saying? They don't have none of their they done trade away all their picks for, for Harden and, and, and for other uh, other areas. They don't have none of their own picks. So them kind of take it. So they have to come out here and play good. That, that's why I think. If, if KD, I think if the only way KD can really leverage them is if he say, "Look, I'm not gonna play," because because they have to they have to win because them losing they ain't doing that but making somebody else rich if they start losing just like they made the, made the Celtics rich. Hey, bro, they are gonna make the Rockets rich. Look what the Rockets already building over there right now. They funded the Celt- they funded the Celtics championship run. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum was off the picks I, I that they know. got from Brooklyn. That, that, that's what I'm saying. And I don't think they're trying to do that again. That's why I think they're going to try and stay competitive. Like, they have to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get rid of KD. But I, honestly, if I had to pick a destination for him, I think you wait till December and you trade him to Chicago for Zach Levine and some picks. Go ahead, Tony, real quick. Hold Just on, real quick. So, these the major markets have made – all of these big city teams impatient, right? Especially in the NBA, the Lakers trade away all their picks. The, the, the nets trade away a lot of their stuff. They're always trying to bring, cause you, you have to sell tickets. You have to compete for so much entertainment, New York. You guys got, you know, Broadway and plays and the city that never sleeps and a great nightlife and whatever. Like there's more options. So you have to have stars like that nets team that Durant and them came to, they were competitive with, uh, what was Kenny Atkinson, the coach that was there? Yeah. Weren't they like an eight seed and played competitive basketball? The same thing with the Clippers. The Clippers were building something organically and had a really strong nucleus to a team. And then it was like, oh, we're going to bring all this stuff. But the thing is, is like, you can't have a valuable, thriving franchise with, uh, what's his, what is his name? The Levert? Harris Levert, oh, yeah. you can't have like you can't sell tickets with him, or you can't sell tickets with Montrez Harrell and Pat Bev in L.A. because we're we're not going out of our way to sit in traffic or whatever we got to do to get there to watch this. So like the big markets, they're being like they're just being impulsive. We have to do this thing. We have to be big marquee, and we got to we have to we got to sell some units. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I agree I, with him. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Now nah, I was I was gonna say I don't know, man, because because the Knicks ain't been winning, but they still one of the most. Uh, if you look at Forbes, they, right. they ain't the number one team, number the one of the number one sports team. They in the top five. So I mean, people gonna, people gonna always go, go watch the Knicks, the Lakers, the Cowboys, like the big teams. People gonna always go watch them. That that's because they got the Knicks got the years of tradition. I get where um Tony is coming from because you know Brooklyn is behind the eight ball. So they have to attract, you know, superstars so they can compete with the Knicks for yeah, bragging yeah, rights because yeah, 
There's gonna come a time where if the Nets were to make the finals, you're gonna see cats coming out of nowhere. Oh, I've been a Nets fan all my life, man, throwing up BK. Ain't never watching Nets in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what's gonna happen. So um, I do wanna say this real quickly though. I am working on a video that's gonna be dropping called It's Good to Gamble in Bucktown, talking exactly about the Brooklyn Nets and all the mistakes that they made from coming to Jersey to Brooklyn and you know, it's going to have a lot about what we just talked about. So definitely check that out. Real Little TV on YouTube. Definitely, definitely. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. So we're going to get the last two NBA talks before we go into this NFL stuff. Um, Paulo Bencaro, was he the right pick for the Lando Magic? Although it's just Summer League. I'm going to go with you, Tony. Who is it? The kid they picked up that sounds like uh, the menu item from Taco Bell. Say his name again. Bencaro. Yeah. Uh, I we we don't know we don't know about these these things, and from this aspect, because you have to you have to be so great to overcome going to really bad franchises, and I don't think like with all the other things that go into it, with all the social media that we have now and everything else, like to really justify being a number one pick, you can't just be a good player. Like we, the, the number of people that I came out, that, that I heard talking that five years ago called Andrew Wiggins, like a boss, the worst player ever, whatever he made contributions in the NBA finals. And now it's like, was he worth the number one pick? Is he g- giving contributing minutes to a championship roster? Yeah. So are you, are you asking me, do I think this guy can carry the team and now they can be something? I don't see it. I got, I'm not. I'm not quite there. Um, I would have took the big swing at Chet Holmgren. I just think the NBA is headed in that direction. Like, why not just get the unicorn? And maybe the unicorn doesn't have a fake horn. Maybe it's not just a Clydesdale <laughs> with a cone on his face. Maybe it's an actual real unicorn, and he he shoots forty percent from three and blocks six or seven shots. It's not likely. He weighs 140 pounds and he's seven foot two. So, I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the pick. I don't not like the pick, but I, I don't think he's a, a franchise changer. I'm gonna make this real quick too, so we go on to the next topic. So the end, one more NBA topic, but let's make it quick because I gotta get these other topics in. Make sure the show is great. Um, how you feel on real Lil? Look, to make it quick and simple, you know, even though I agree, I would have went chat. You know, I would have took the high upside there. You know what I'm saying? The guy reminds me of, I won't say KP because KP is not a good comparison. That's disrespectful, actually, compared to somebody <laughs> to KP. But I would say he's better than, he's a better version of KP, of what KP was supposed to be. I'll just leave it like that. And um, also, they shut this dude um, down. So, I mean, look, like my guy said, going to the Magic, you're going to have to literally perform Magic to get that team out of irrelevancy. And try to get them to the playing game, which is really not that hard to, you know, to combine when you think about it. Anybody can make the playoffs. So if he's really good, he should at least get them to the playing game. But they shut him down. He must be good to them. They said, all right, cool. I'm throwing the towel. I seen enough. This guy's the real deal. Let's see for ourselves. Tyree. Uh, I disagree about Chet. Uh, but that's a topic for, for a different day. Um, I don't think they was wrong. I don't think they was right either. I don't think they... I think the league is going towards six, seven, six, eight, six, nine guys that could do a lot. So you know, pa, pa, I don't know how to pronounce Paolo, pa, Paolo, uh, Banchero. Um, I, I like the Jabari Smith kid. If I was Orlando, that's probably who I would take number one. But I, I don't. It was nobody in the draft 
that Orlando could have drafted, in my opinion, that's going to make them a playoff team this year. They they still got years and years to go. I do like what OKC is building in Oklahoma, and I do like what Houston is building down there in Houston, even though both teams, I, OKC might could be, could do something next year, but, and fight for a play-in, but I, it was nothing that Orlando could have drafted in the draft. Jaden Ivey, none of them, Chet, even if they got Chet, nothing was going to move the needle for them to make the playoffs. Yeah, oh, all right. Raw thoughts, raw thoughts here. By the way, All-Star Sports ACS, get them a call at 252-231-0238 or visit the website allstarsportsaccs.com. Shares everything, any type of fan you are, sports fans, shot glasses, man cave, hoodies, toboggans, coats, whatever you think of, she'll ship it to you directly. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND. You'll get a 15% discount. Now, the final NBA topic before we get into this explosive NFL stuff is Russell Westbrook. Career in jeopardy after last season. Does he play better this season? Although he went, I think they say he went, say he went 10-7, which they talked about the turnovers last season. Or him and LeBron just don't work. Can he go elsewhere and still revive his career? Tony, I go with you, the Lakers fan. No, 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 no. I ain't going to go with you. I'm going to say you for last. Tyree, go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think his career is over. I think he needs to put, be put in a better position to where he could be more effective. Um, him playing with LeBron and playing with a true center, it's not enough space. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not enough space. It's not enough space. Now, Russell Westbrook is not a great shooter. Even though LeBron is, is much improved to where he is, I still don't consider LeBron to be like a, okay, I passed him. He ain't no Clay Thompson. You know what I mean? So I think you need spacing. I think Russell Westbrook would do better. Uh, I can't think of where right now. But I think he would do better somewhere else. If I had to throw somewhere out there, you know, if he was in Charlotte, maybe Charlotte's a playoff team, right? I'm you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like, if maybe, I mean, I'm just saying, maybe, you know, maybe if he was in Charlotte, maybe they're a playoff team. Uh, maybe if he wanted to reduce his role and come off the bench for a team like Denver, I think he would greatly appreciate them and get him some second unit scoring. Or maybe if he wanted to uh, decrease his role and, and just go somewhere else where he could just, where if he, heck, if he went to uh, Philly, and play with them and came off the bench. I, I think he would help them, but I don't think he's just the right fit to play along LeBron, AD, another big, and the pieces they got. Since you said what you pieces said, they got, got one only team I got, even though I ain't, I'm going to let y'all guys kind of do the talking. Only one team I think that's pretty good, that may be decent if they ain't have to give up a lot. The one team I think he'll fit perfectly in is Toronto. Because Toronto has never shooters around. He can handle the ball and drive, kick, drive, kick. They'll be a playoff team. But they probably have to give up some of those pieces. Real little, you go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think from the very beginning, I was one of those people that was on the record saying that it wasn't going to work. But, you know, LeBron James is going to do what he want to do anyway. Um, he always has. So, you know, they had to learn for themselves. The uh, ownership, you know, had to learn. The front office had to learn, just like the Nets front office had to learn, that um, this is why we get paid to do what we do. You know, and a lot of these players should just go play. But that's another topic for another day. But talking about Russell Westbrook, I think that as long as he's in L.A., then his career is pretty much um what it is. You know, he needs yeah. to get up out of there. But it's easier said than done. You got to have a team that's willing to take on his contract. I know they're trying to get Kyrie Irving. I think Kyrie Irving is a better fit with LeBron James. They won a championship together. I don't consider Kyrie Irving a point guard. You know, he can shoot. So they can take turns, him and LeBron, running the offense. You know, I always think LeBron James is as, as effective when he's one point. 
I always think he he's a guy because he can see the whole field. Of course, excuse me. He got that sixth sense about him. He can smell and see where other guys is open. So, yeah, I think they need to get rid of Russ for Russ to have success going forward. Hey, really, Tony, real, you real, go ahead. Only, oh. Oh, hold on one second. Really, my only issue with Kyrie is this. And, I, and I, you know, he's a better fit beside LeBron. I agree 100%. My only issue is this. If my if my boy Glassman going to miss 20 games, 20, 30 games, LeBron going to miss 20 games. Not, LeBron going to miss 15, 20 games because of his age. And I get it, right? Kyrie, you can't say you don't want to come to 30, 40 games, too. It don't, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Go, go ahead, Tony Baker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all, they, all, they all take turns playing 25 games. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, he, he's, it's not Real quick, it's not a good fit. I don't have a ton of optimism if that is the starting team next year. Um, the, I will be looking forward to LeBron breaking records and what I'll be watching out there and if Anthony Davis can stay healthy. Uh, they need to put Russ in a situation where he can be super entertaining. Sometimes... We have to remember that, like, these people are – athletes are just entertainers, and we love watching Russ be Russ. And he's got a couple years left where he could still sort of dominate the ball, possessions. It's going to be a little crazy. Some nights there's going to be double-digit turnovers, and other nights we're going to get 45-point game-winning drive triple-doubles from what, from Russ, and I would like to see that. So – he he needs to go. Maybe a young team – like, I thought the Charlotte was a great – landing spot i also secretly uh is terry rogier i want him on the team because i think he's uh i think he could fit well with lebron and he's also kind of a bulldog but i don't have a lot of hopes for next year's basketball season all right now we get into the nfl stuff the good stuff here so here we go i'm gonna try to make this topic quick so we can end off the show with what i really want to end it off with um lamar jackson's mom is the agent for him and representing him do you guys see Lamar Jackson with his mom representing him getting over two hundred million or close to two hundred million in his next contract? Um, Tony, go ahead. Yes, absolutely. He's going to get paid by somebody as long as he doesn't. The thing I worry about the most for Lamar Jackson is that he enters this year without a contract and suffers a major injury. You can't. It to me, he's got a couple of weeks left to get together him, his mom, whoever else is advising him, and also. They're part of the players union that they have. They have access to some of the smartest lawyers that the NFL has. So it's not like he's going into this blind. He's not going to just sign some contract. Intelligent people are going to read over this. He's going to have people helping him negotiate. He deserves the money. I don't know if he'll get fully guaranteed like Watson or whatever, but yes, he's going to get paid in the neighborhood of four or five years, 200, 200 to 250 million dollars you know, for, for some sort of contract extension. And he should. He keeps the team uh, in the sh- in what we would consider like a Super Bowl contender. I, um, real Lee, I'm going to let you go ahead real quick so we get to this this important topic here. Um, Tony, I'm yeah. going to let you, um, you're going to be puzzled about this one. This is going to be a good one. Go ahead. How you feel about it? Yes or no? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think he could get a job done. You know, look, when you are Lamar Jackson, anybody could be, your agent and get the money. You know what I'm saying? Um, he, the talent speaks for itself. The film f- speaks for itself. He's one of the most electrifying players in the NFL. And I always say you can't coach a broken play. You know what I'm saying? It's when Lamar Jackson falls off is when, you know, he can be stopped because you can't coach a broken play. You can't coach somebody trying to tackle somebody like Lamar when he's so elusive and you got to cover the whole field. But with that being said, 
you know, I think things got a little, a little complicated when you talk about Deshaun Watson and that word guaranteed, because now that's the new leverage. When you talk about guaranteed dollars, he got $230 million guaranteed. So maybe that's holding things up in the process. Or if not, in this case, when Justin Herbert, it's time for him to get paid or Joe Burrows when it's time for him to get paid. But I think, and I end here. One very interesting thing that I really don't understand with this whole process is that they made it seem like Lamar Jackson said, no, I don't want your money. I want to bet on myself. You know what I'm saying? And then we go on his social medias and we see tweets with grills talking about, I need dollars. You know, I don't know if that's Lamar's fault or what he led on. I don't know that whole dynamic, but that's funny to me because it's like, I right, one side said, or allegedly said, I don't want the money. Now nah, he's saying, I want the money. So, I don't know. I'm getting a little iffy vibes when it comes to that whole negotiations. And that's why I stay out of that. Tyreek, go ahead. Before we get to this, woo-hoo-woo. Go ahead. Well, go I wanna, ahead. I, 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 first, I want to start this comment by saying this. I love my mom, but I would never let her uh, rep represent me. <laughs> uh, th th this is why I have so much respect for LeBron, because the best of both worlds. Obviously, you want somebody... Working for you that know what you that know what you're doing, and I'm not saying her, his mama don't know what she's doing, right? But then you want somebody that that wants what's best for you, who's your friend, right? That's why LeBron has Rich Paul, somebody he grew up with, somebody to represent him. That's a great idea. Uh, I don't think if I'm Lamar, I'm not playing until I get my money. Do I think he'll get his money eventually? But I think he should have got it already. I don't know why Josh Allen. I like that. Josh Allen's great, right? But I don't know why a lot of these other guys that's in his draft class got paid before him it's kind of disturbing and with that being said let's go to this next topic again shout out to php eastern 919-738-1507 email phil lamper at php eastern nc at gmail.com now the topic of the day because i want to get these guys out of here we may not get to the other ones here we go i hope you guys are ready i hope you pumped up because i can see some papers rattle i can see some some comments about to get raw thoughts. It's about to get real on Raw Mind Sports and Raw Thoughts. Here we go. Coming into 2022 season, the top 10 quarterbacks you predict to be the top 10 in order 10 through number one. And um, first and foremost, Tyree, we're going to go with you first. Tony, Raw Thoughts didn't, didn't um, get the, um, the memo, so we're going to let him go last. He's going to get a kick out of this. So, Tyree, I'm going to go with you first. And I was gonna do just ten through five, then go with number um then five through um one, but we can just go ahead with everything now so we can just figure out what it is. And I guess if you guys want to write something down, here you go. Tyree, go ahead. You know, I, I kind of read this question wrong. I, I thought it meant like, you know, top ten uh, quarterbacks. But I, I'm gonna give my list the way the way I the way okay, I wrote okay. it, you know what I mean? Uh so I, I number ten, I got Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, we, we always say, let Russ cook. You know, I, I got Russ. Uh, number nine, I got Joe Burrow. My, my man to the top right, you might not be happy about number eight. I got uh, Justin Herbert. Weak. Uh, <laughs> number seven, I got the guy we just talked about, Action Jackson. Uh, number six, I hate the Cowboys, but you, can, you can't hate on Dak. Dak Dak's pretty good. Uh, number five. Just out of respect, I got Tom Brady. I think he'll have an amazing season. Hopefully, this is his last season before he end up. Nah, we won't talk. I ain't gonna talk about it. But and number four, Matthew Stafford, MVP. I think he'll be an MVP candidate this year. Josh Allen, somebody I've been preaching in the last couple of years. I think is that's his number three. Josh Allen, I think has just been he's been phenomenal in my opinion. And last year, it wasn't the caliber of the, of the two years before that, but I, I think he he did, had a good year last year. Number two, 
the dude got more commercials than anybody I know, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, discount double check. And number one, I got Pat Mahomes. I mean, if you don't got Pat Mahomes, number one, you might Uh-oh. be smoking that stuff. It's about to get real. It's about to get real. Hold on. It's about to get real. Cocaine on the show, okay? Look, so we about, it's about to get back to real. So real. If my homeboy ain't number one, I, I might have to come to New York or, or, or Los Angeles. Hey, look, so it's about to get ugly. You might have to go everywhere. But with that being said, Real Lil, it was on. By the way, I took this topic for Real Lil's um, show off in the Huddle Podcast. And I mean podcast radio show. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was very interesting. I didn't get a chance to put mine because I made a mistake. I thought he was telling us we had to name my top ten. He went straight thirty and and ordered them from thirty all the way up to number one. But we're just gonna keep it down to number ten. So real Lil, here comes your list, and then I pull out mine. Go ahead. Nah, I appreciate you paying homage, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, we here. So I, I just want to make it clear because I have to be specific when it comes to my criteria because a lot of people in tennis are gonna go up. My list, the way how I formulated it, is I'm projecting you into next season. So what you did 10 years ago or five years ago don't matter to me. It's the last two years going into this year, and I'm projecting your season this year. So I'm going to take that quick. I'm using words like formulate. Now, with that that being said, at number 10. I see the comments. Y'all about to get real. It's about to get real. Go ahead. (laughs) Somebody gonna be excited. Somebody nah, gonna be mad. Did it get everybody? Might be bad. Go ahead. All right, number ten. I'm gonna go Lamar Jackson at number ten. Like we just talked about him, elusive. You know he, he. You know he can take over a game with his legs. But I gotta see more from him as a passer, bro. When it comes down to it, including the playoffs. Like I get it, regular season his stats has improved, but come playoff time, okay, playoffs. You want an MVP? The next thing is the Super Bowl. I gotta see it at number nine. I'm going Russell Wilson. Okay, Broncos country. Let's ride. I'm going um, Russell Wilson at number nine. I think, you know, he's, uh, uh, you know, one of the best throwers of the football I've ever seen. Could throw the ball. Very accurate. But, you know, I, I think he lost his scissor a little bit. Maybe it was an outdated philosophy. We'll see if this um, new chapter in Denver brings him to life. At number eight, I'm going Aaron Rodgers at number eight. Um, mainly because this is me projecting him into this upcoming season. Oh, I think with the loss. Yeah, he, once again, it's me projecting him into this season. You know, I think yeah, when you I, lose Devontae Adams. Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. They, they call me Lil Shadamas. They call me Lil Shadamas, okay? Like I said, I think when you look at the Packers, right? And this is my reasoning. If my guy let me finish, you probably understand. He'd probably be on board. You know what I'm saying? Two cheap. But when you talk about Aaron Rodgers. That train going somewhere else. Oh. Go ahead. Anyway, when you talk about the trade is still here. When you talk about losing Devontae Adams, the number one wide receiver in the NFL, not just on the team, in the NFL, I think the philosophy is going to be different because you don't have no number one wide receiver, bro. Right. Sammy Watkins is not a number one. Um, Alan Lazard is not a number one. Okay? Randall Cobb for sure. Old-ass Randall Cobb ain't number one. So what they're going to do is run the football <laughs> with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Why the hell you have two running backs for? If you don't got no number one wide receiver no more, you're going to use him. So with that being said, I see more of a ground and pound, play action, less stats on Aaron Rodgers' stat sheet, 4,000 yards, 4,100 yards, 28 touchdowns. That's about it. That's not going to be nowhere near in the MVP discussion this year. That's why I got him at number eight. At number seven, I'm going Matthew Stafford. 
know what I'm saying? You added Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson over there to go along with Cooper Cup, who's arguably the second best wide receiver in football, subject to a debate right there. And number six, if Deshaun Watson plays, I'm not the judge. If I was the judge, then I have a better idea of how many games he wasn't going to play. So I'm going to have him at number six. I saw him lead the league in passing yards with no number one wide receiver. Okay, you got a Maury Cooper and you got a running game that could put up 40 by itself. At number five, I'm going Patty Mahomes at number five. Okay? You lose Tyreek Hill. It's not the biggest deal. But you don't got a guy that can turn five into 50. If Tyreek so, Hill wasn't there, they're going home so he, in a so divisional so round. So you don't got Travis Kelsey no more. No, you do. You do. But like I said, you don't got a guy that can turn five into 50 like that. Best, you don't got that security in, blanket. Best tight in the game. Yeah. Uh, but you don't got nobody to turn five with the 50. Bro, ask any defensive coordinator why they up at night playing prior to playing Kansas City Chiefs. It's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not Travis Kelsey. It's where Tyreek Hill, the fastest man on the planet, is. Real live. Now, now, now answer this question for me. Who? Now, not this previous year, but the year before, right? Who led the league in receiving as a tight end? It was It was Kelsey. But yeah, now, but look, think, he had more yards than receivers. But think about it. You, if you got Tyreek Hill on one side and Kelsey in the middle, these guys are going to eat off each other with all the attention. Now one is going. Now the attention is focused on that one guy now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, we'll see it. Little shit dumb. That number four, I'm going Tom Brady. My guy. See, I had Tom Brady. I'm doing an honest list here. I can put my Tom guy Brady number one. Player. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. And I put a number one last year, and he should have won the MVP. So a lot of people got on me. Oh, Tom Brady's not number one. He always won the MVP. I does this list, bro. This is me. I had number three. I'm going Josh Allen. Okay, he's a superstar, strong arm, physical attributes. He got it. Number two, I'm going Joe Burrow. Okay, let his team bad offensive line to Super Bowl. I'm gonna see no more because listen, if you told me last year Joe Burrow was gonna make it to Super Bowl, I would have probably smacked fire out of you. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You trying to assault my football intelligence? I ain't see it happening. <laughs> you meant to the Super Bowl. I got to put him at number two. So and number Tom one, Bro. number one, my guy's going to like me today. Tony going to like me today. I'm going Herbert number one, bro. Okay, right now, first couple seasons, 9,350 yards, 69 touchdowns, shattering records by any quarterback in his first couple years. Okay, and this year, they got a team, bro. They got a superstar team. They got a good defense. They got a good offense. I'm projecting that they're going to go to the playoffs this year. Justin Herbert is that guy. I don't need to say more. He's number one. So, so, so can I ask a go question ahead, real Ty. quick? Is, is weed legal in New York? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Listen, I'm telling you, bro. Look, look, look. Because a lot of people got on me for, for the Herbert pick. But look, think about it. Think about it. Listen real quick. Listen, you said a lot. I got digested off. Is weed legal in the state of New York? Listen, my brother. If if I came to you last year and said that Joe Ball was going to make it to the Super Bowl, what would you have told me? You would have looked at me like I was funny. So at the end of the day... We got to take risks here. Somebody's going to pop out. Somebody's going to pop through. And that's going to be Justin Herbert this year. Same thing I would have said if you'd have told me the Knicks is going to be good. However, right? Okay. That looks terrible. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The real is real. Pass the Dochi on the left-hand side, my friend. I love it. This Mike Patton is in here firing off on all L.A. teams. Yeah, he is. This comment right here. 
you're allowed to have bad games as a quarterback, and the Texans was one of them, okay? So that was not there. Justin Herbert, in the last 25 years, is the second team to have a winning record with a bottom three defense last year. Like, that is something that n- none of these other quarterbacks have to deal with. Justin Herbert doesn't play defense, so it's not the same. Yes, the Chiefs make the playoffs. They don't have the 30th-ranked defense in the NFL. You have to factor in team. I agree with Leo. We we did a list where it was like projecting. I, 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 know, I know it's legal over there. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> it definitely is. But those days are long. Those days are long behind me. Not even medicinal use anymore. I, I'm all I'm all clean. I can't. I know you can't see, but this is my list yeah, right I here. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't even mean to cut my guy off here, but my guy Mike, bro. At the end of the day, you got to factor in team. This is not the NBA where it's individuality, bro. This is team right here. Right, you got to play defense. You got to play offense. Justin Herbert's not playing quarterback. He's not playing D-line. He's playing quarterback. And when he plays quarterback, he does a hell of a good job. I'm done. And he, he also, ahead, by every metric, by every standard last year, whatever it was, he outperformed Patrick Mahomes. It's, there's, it's, it, if you, if you want to be numbers, it's there. In head-to-head matchups, I... Mike, go back and turn on both games. One, they went to KC and won. And if Derwin James doesn't get hurt, the, the they're winning on Thursday night football late in the season. And they're probably yeah, winning it, the division if Derwin doesn't if, get if, hurt. If, if, if it was a fifth, we all be drunk, though. Come on. Okay, and that's fine. I, and I, I get I, it. The Chiefs won. I, but I, we're talking just the quarterback. I'm just going to be the one kicks all the cussing. Good God. Go ahead. Number 10. <laughs> number 10. I got Derek Carr right there. I think Derek Carr who probably wouldn't be in a lot of people's other top tens, and people would think I'm a hater on the Raiders, which I do hate the Raiders, FTR. I would say this about Derek Carr. You get an upgrade at Devontae Adams. You get a coach that has somebody who knows how to use slot receivers very effectively. I think Hunter Renfro is going to have a monster year and Darren Waller. Russell Wilson at number nine. Uh, I like the skill positions there. I think uh, the loss of Noah Fant, fine, whatever. We'll see what Albert O can do. But Russell's really never clicked with them having a tight end anyways. Lamar Jackson, uh, number eight. This is I, – I, Bateman needs to take a huge leap this year because it can't all be on Mark Andrews. Like ty, They drafted Taiwan Wallace, another player, a speedster that I really like. Maybe they can get him going sort of as a deep threat like what they did with Hollywood Brown. I got Burrow at number seven. People might call me a, a, a hater for that. Sure, it's fine. Head-to-head matchup. Herbert smoked him, by the way. Stafford at number six going into the season. I like the upgrade at Allen Robinson. I almost moved him ahead of my four, my five, which is Aaron Rodgers. You lose Devontae Adams. You lose MVS. You're, you're looking at throwing to who? Robert Tunyon? Alan Lazard? Like I think they brought in Sammy Watkins. They got a a, a rookie wide receiver that that Rodgers has n- never completed more than like thirty passes to a wider a rookie wide receiver. Tom Brady at number four. I think Godwin is missing approximately the first month of the season with injury. Gronk is retired. So it, um, as again projecting them into the season. Uh, Patrick Mahomes at number three. You lose Tyreek Hill. You can't be number one on the list anymore. Like you just can't. You can't lose Tyreek Hill. If he still had Tyreek, I probably would have put him ahead of Justin Herbert at number two. Justin Herbert, for the first time since his senior year of high school, is going to be playing in the same offense for consecutive years. That's huge. As any quarterback, any 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 person you ever talk to, second year of experience in the system, and Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen should have been in the Super Bowl last year. He got screwed by a coin flip, and he's he's doing it big, putting up big numbers. So he would be my number one. And here's the thing with the list: it's subject to change. If the first after the first four weeks, if Herbert is awful and terrible, and I come out with a top ten list after four weeks, he's not going to be number two. But I'm projecting what I think headed into the season. Who are my top ten quarterbacks? So, so if Tyreek Hill is so great, right? Yeah, Tyreek Hill is so great. My, Miami going to the playoffs, right? No, nah, no, no, it, it's, uh... no, 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 no. Y'all basing Patrick Mahomes. The only thing I keep hearing look, is y'all running y'all lips talking about Tyreek Hill. So no, so if Tyreek Ma- Mahomes, so Mahomes, it's more, it goes bigger than look. Mahomes was drafted into one of the best situations of any quarterback in the last ten years, not named Dak Prescott, bro. Honestly, I, you I didn't up. leave him off the list either. You're acting yeah, like it, I disrespected him because he's not one. He's at number three because he lost Tyreek Hill. I didn't, I didn't say, oh, yo, he lost Tyreek. He's number fifteen. No, my, my, my man dropped in at like eight or something like that. <laughs> no, nah, I had him at five. I had him at five. I had him at right. five. I'm gonna give I still had five. him in the top five. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Let's see what Mike say if I put my list down. Come on, might have even more madness, but I'm going like the same way those guys have. <laughs> let me see what he said. Hold on. I can't even. Oh, hey, before we get off, uh, let, me, let me see what he said. Oh, thanks for all the content today, Ryan Jones. See, this might make my get off your chest segment. <laughs> Tomorrow. All right. So here goes my list. And mine is basically the same way, like um, real lives and stuff. Number ten, it was it was very very very. Whew, this is about to be raw. So y'all thought y'all was fussing for real. Number ten, I had it was a tiebreaker between Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, I don't know if he's gonna play, even though he broke some records a year and a half ago. He's still been at the lead two years. You know how they say it's just like me. I played ball two years ago. I was the man. Well, I'm at now. Almost tore my ACL. Things happen when you ain't played in a while. So I'm looking at when you ain't played in a while, things can happen. And, and it can happen very fast, so we don't know. Number nine, some of us agree, um, Russell Wilson. Great team. Got a lot of offense there. Um, number eight for me is everybody's GOAT. They're going to say probably the greatest of all time this season, Tom Brady. I just don't think he's coming out of the NFC. I just think he's just going to do whatever. Um, number seven. I have Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott. reason why I got Dak Prescott, because he's going to shred the NFC East, which is one of the worst divisions in football. He's going to put up numbers, but he probably won't go to win the playoffs. Number six, Matthew Stafford. Number five, A-Rod, because A-Rod doesn't have any weapons. Number four, Cool Joe. Number three, Justin Herbert for me. Number two, Josh Allen. And number one, until it's the throne is detached, until I see what happens, I still gotta go with Mahomes at number one. There you go. And, 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 and then my man had what's the name at ten. Uh, you might as well throw first cousins on there if you're gonna put him on there. And speaking of that, and speaking and speaking of cousins, yeah, that's another topic like, I was gonna bring he, up. He's talking about Derek Carr, you might as well throw first cousins on there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah, 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 nah. Huh. See, now nah, I gotta I gotta stand up for you, Tony, here, because even Man. though the only Criticism that I have for Tony so that's is that I hear no Joe Burrows in there, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check with you with that for a second. Right, he, but you know, we get there later. He was like seven. He oh, you had him? In? Okay, he okay. Said okay Joe right. at seven. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we, we cool. We, we all good. Now, look. First of all, when you look at 
um, the Raiders right now. You know, I think the Raiders got a good team, bro. You're talking about the best wide receiver in football. And I don't even think it's about him catching the ball. It's about the gravity that he's going to draw that's going to allow guys like Hunter Renfro on the slide to really eat. And a guy that you can't guard one-on-one in Darren Waller, honestly, last year, without no number one wide receiver, Derek Carr throws for 4,000 yards. He's going to eclipse that. He's going to throw for 5,000 yards this season. Book it. Little Shadamas on the mic. No, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with that. I think he takes a big leap because when I made this list, I'm not factoring in what they did, like really even how they finished last year. You look at what they have coming into this year, and he deserves to be on that list. Now, you could make an argument for Kirk Cousins because they get Kevin O'Connell, the guy who just ran the offense that had Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, and you're telling me that now this guy is going to get to have Delvin Cook, Adam Thielen. And Jay Jetta, like, that's a great offense. And Kirk Cousins could be in my top 10 by week four. Like, if we reevaluate the list every quarter of the season after this, I will make realistic adjustments. And maybe Joe Burrow is lighting the world on fire. And he's number one after four weeks. I won't so, lie. anybody got anything to say about anybody's list before we get off the show? Because I know y'all no, guys got something I to think- do. I'm going to let Tyree go first. Because Tyree has been lighted up. I won't let him get <laughs> nah, it. This is your time, Tyree. It, it, it's it's terrible, man. And, and the reason why I say that is this, man. Patrick Mahomes. Now, I don't. I like Tyreek Hill, right? I, I like Tyreek. I don't want to make it seem like I like. I don't like Tyreek Hill. But with Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, they're going to figure out a way for him to for him to. He's he's. I just when I look at him talent wise, right? I don't know nobody that could do the things that he do. We seen the dude in the Super Bowl. Granted, they lost. We've seen the man falling, getting tackled, throw the ball to somebody 40, 50 yards on the money. I'm going to do a drop the ball, but whatever, right? Uh, the dude, he just, him, Aaron Rodgers, they just the most, if you break it down, skill for skill, they just the most, they're the most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen. Look, what is it that Patrick Mahomes could do that Justin Herbert can't? Like, honestly, what is it that they he can't do? That Patrick Mahomes does. That's what I always tell people. Like, what is it some of these quarterbacks, like on Watson even, like, what is it that Mahomes could do that these cats cannot do? Oh, we in love. Oh, because he threw a sidearm. Oh, wow. Sidearm. Frisky pass. He's done on the biggest stage. He's done on the biggest stage. What do you mean? What is it? One time. Bro, one time. I mean, one, one Super Bowl, bro. One out of four. Four straight AFC championships. That's not a good resume. (laughs) Now we talking about LeBron James now. Oh, so now we talking about, oh, LeBron James finals record. How's that not a good resume? You, you, you. How's that not a good resume? One out of four. One out of four. I mean, I mean, and my, you, it's been six many, years. I get the how credit. Many, how many years he been Six years, right? He's been a couple years, right? Like four? Is it like four already? He He's been to four straight AFC championship he games. You want to talk about defense? You want to talk about defense? Look, that's terrible. There's been terrible. Now he is, and that's one of the reasons why that I have him lower. Because um, these other guys can play defense. The Chargers can play defense now. Now Herbert's going to get more possessions to put up numbers that he's already on track to put up. There it is. Now, I'm going to leave it at that. So, um, Tyree, go on and plug yourself in. We're going to get the show. I know you got a busy <laughs> night. Oh, yeah. Tyree, uh, say what said again. We'll be back in September, Tuesday night, 8th. I'm about to get my man real little to pull up. I'm about to get your, I'm about to get your info, man. Because you got to have a... You have to come see me and my guys, man. We, you know what I mean? Like, you're lucky I got something to do tonight. Real lucky. Uh, and then I got my, my show, Check the Rock, man. I'm just I'm just popping up with it, man. You know, interviewing people, talking about they, you know, 
they story or whatever. Man, nice. That's pretty cool. There. All right, Tony, so go on to plug yourself in. Uh, Warzone Sports Network. We're making a change over there in the next month or so, rebranding. So I'm not really worried about that. Nuts and bolts. Tyree, is a making moves. You making moves? I see you. Now we're just we're down we're downsizing. We we tried to do too much last year. We tried to do too many shows, and it just got out of hand. So we're gonna downsize. But uh, Chargers podcast. I just want to say, lastly, I, I love the idea of lists for debate and respect all of them wherever anybody comes from. I it, it's it's what makes talking about sports fun, right? You put it out there, but then you also need to stand by it. So if come week four or five. And Mr. Ray over here gets a text message from me and says, wow, what's going on? What's going on with your boys up here that you had at the top of your list? I just want him to respond and be like, I didn't know you could see the future, Tony. That's all I want. Hey, and when y'all, and, and when y'all, and when it ain't working out, Tony, I need you to say, come on, Chargers podcast. And, 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 and gloat. But go ahead. Week two, first game of the first game, Thursday night, Chiefs Chargers. We can talk. It's going to be fun. And, and while no, we're man, since, since um, real live before you go, you know, Cortland has a new show called Shameless. We well, say Shameless Plug, but I sound like Joe Biden right there. He he put the other part in. I ain't mean to do that. Please forgive me. But um, tune in to the halftime show with Cortland Griffin. I'm saying the part I ain't supposed to say. All right. With raw thoughts. Go ahead. Um, real live. Nah, so definitely check out In The Huddle Sports Radio Podcast on Apple and Spotify. On Real Little TV on YouTube, we put out visuals, and both of y'all are welcome to come on the podcast, bro. I always love having a good debate. I don't want from debates. I love it. I embrace it, and I embrace doing lists like this, bro, because at the end of the day, when you're doing a quarterback list, it's going to come with debates, and I expected it when I did it, so I'm loving every bit of it. So, y'all welcome to come on. Once again, it's good to gamble in Bucktown, talking about the Brooklyn Nets and everything leading up to the trade request of Kevin Durant, that will be dropping. That's another series that I do, and I cover every topic. Not every topic, but a lot of topics on that. It's good to gamble, so check that out on YouTube as well. Man, with that being said, man, you know it's Raw Mind Sports. Raw Mind Sports on all podcast platforms. And as well, you know, I'm doing the Tarver Football documentary. You know, Tarver Football is a huge place, Tarver, North Carolina. So um, if you want to check out anything, go to the link tree. Go to rawmindsports.com. You'll see the, um, the snippets and the previews and all that stuff. It'll be the show will appear June 2023. With that being said, I appreciate all my guests. Tyree, Real Lil, Tony Tucker. With that being said, Raw Thoughts, Raw Mind, we are out. Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. Yeah.